Welcome to the Freelance Ads Club podcast with me, your host, Aggie Maroney. Whether you're a seasoned freelance ads manager or just thinking about taking the leap into self-employment, this podcast is for you. Every week, I'll be releasing a bite-sized episode. I'll be sharing mistakes I've made and lessons I've learned from my own freelance business. I'll be showcasing some of the amazingly talented freelancers in the Freelance Ads Club. And I also will be speaking to some incredible guests who will generously be sharing their knowledge with us to help us keep updated with industry trends. And I really hope that after listening to this podcast, you'll come away full of confidence on how to win great clients, how to charge correctly, and most importantly, retain those dream clients so that you build a successful and sustainable business. So today, I'm going to be talking about myself, which you'll probably think is really boring, but I think it's really important to set the scene for this podcast because I'm going to put out there right now, I'm not, you know, the expert in freelancing, but I am a freelancer. I have my own business. I've been running it for over two years now. I specialize in Facebook ad management and also I run ads on Pinterest and TikTok and LinkedIn ads for corporate uh, businesses. So I wanted to go into my backstory and how I ended up being a freelancer because I think it's just going to make a lot of sense on the episodes we've got coming up about some of the stories that have happened to me, some of the hard lessons I've learned, some of the shitty situations I've been in. Um, I hope my mum doesn't listen to this because she doesn't like me swearing. But I just think it's important as well that even though to remember that even though some people have always done ad management and they all have 15 years experience. They've been managing ads since Facebook launched the ads platform or whatever. There's also a huge army of ads managers, whether they're in-house as the sole paid social person, maybe they're the only ads manager in their agency, or maybe they're freelancers as well that don't have that 15-year experience. Maybe they're career changers, Maybe they have been working in paid social their whole career, but it hasn't been that long because we are still relatively new industry. So I think it's quite important to stress that a lot of people have past experiences which lend themselves so well to paid social, if I do say so myself. So I'm just going to give you a brief history of how I ended up where I am. And also I'm going to talk a bit about why the hell I started this podcast (laughs) and also um, why I think it's so important that there is a community for freelance ads managers. So I did not start in marketing. I did something completely random at university. So for those of you that didn't go to university in the UK, and I think this is quite unusual for the UK, you can study pretty much anything unless you know you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, accountant, that kind of thing. And then you're pretty free to go and become something else in your career. So I studied politics and languages at university, had a blast, lived abroad. And then when I finished university, the last recession was happening. 2007, I graduated and there weren't that many options because as with all these things, everyone was firing their staff. So as a new graduate, I didn't have that many options. So I ended up in events management, which was fun. You know, your first job out of university Then I ended up working at a charity doing fundraising, which I actually really enjoyed because it was to corporate. So it wasn't with a bucket. I was doing presentations and meeting consultants at the hospital I was raising money for and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed it. And then I got a job at Channel 4, which I absolutely loved. 
ended up making some of my best friends there and just loved it. I was in the film acquisitions team, so we were going to premieres and stuff like that. I ended up leaving so that I could actually do what I wanted to do, which I'd been saving for, which was to go and travel Central and South America. Now, this is a really long-winded story, but I promise you I'm getting to the point. <laughs> so when I came back, even though I'd saved, I had so much debt. You know, the kind of the amount of debt that you just you like your eyes water and you think, I don't know how I'm ever going to pay this back. So I ended up going to a recruitment consultant that had helped me with temp work when I was um, at uni. And they're like, oh, we'll just get you a PA, PA job in the city, like in the finance district. I was like, oh, so boring. I was like, fine, I'll do it. I need the money. Anyway, I was late for my interview because there was some kind of breakdown on the tube. So I ran to my interview, dripping. It was disgusting. But thankfully, the two ladies that interviewed me were absolutely lovely. And I think they were just relieved like there was a girl in the building because it was finance. There weren't, well, there still aren't as many women. Um, and they were like, no, you're going to get too bored. You know, you're just too chatty and blah, 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 blah. Come into sales. I was like, um, no, I don't think so. I'm not joining a sales team in the finance district. I honestly thought Wolf and Wall Street, disgusting, bleh. Anyway, they're like, no, no, it's nothing like that. You know, we've got the clients. You just have to keep them happy. So I was like, mm, I guess I can do that. That's fine. So I ended up supporting the Northern Regional Director, Sales Director, who was amazing. He was literally the most chaotic guy. I used to get like big jiffy bags of receipts on my desk that I had to organise for him every month. But that was my first dip. My toe was dipped in the sales world, which I never thought I would ever end up in. So after 18 months, that company was bought out and I moved to my next company and I ended up working for the best boss I've ever had. So six years I worked with him and I learned so much. Now, this is why it's so important to leverage the skills that you learn wherever you go. So he taught me the importance of personal relationships, of going the extra mile for people, to listen when you're selling, all that kind of thing. And people buy from people, right? So that's what he taught me. And he was an extremely, extremely successful salesman. Then I moved to another company for the last two years of my finance sales career. And I was quite senior at that point. And I just stopped loving what I was doing. I was like, it's getting harder and harder the higher you go in a company. I'm not a very political person within a corporation. I think I'm a bit too honest. And I just wasn't enjoying it anymore. But the good thing that started happening while I was there is the company started to realise I needed to get a bit more digital because at the moment they didn't even have PDF presentations properly. I had to create everything. So I started working with the digital marketing team and I was like, this is amazing. Like, I want to know and I want to learn how to do all of this. At the same time, I started listening to a Shopify podcast. I think it's the unofficial Shopify podcast. And I was hearing about all these amazing, dynamic, imaginative, creative people setting up these incredible Shopify stores. And they were just really open about how they were driving traffic to the website and making millions and millions of pounds. And I was like, oh my God, this sounds amazing. It sounds so simple. <laughs> but I love founder stories. I absolutely love hearing how people get to where they are. It's, it's a, it, is a re- it is part of the reason I'm doing this episode, just so you know my story. I th- Probably because you're not nosy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm always nosy about how people end up where they are. And I was listening to that on the tube into the city of London every morning and just like thinking, how do I escape from this? 
And then I found out I was pregnant with my son. So I stuck it out a bit longer. And then when I was on maternity leave, I got the call. You're being made redundant. I was like, woohoo. I was actually quite happy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so as soon as that was confirmed, I booked into my postgrad in uh, digital marketing. And I absolutely loved it. Like, it's the first time ever I've studied something and the time flew by. I um, I just totally got lost in it. Just as I was preparing for my final exam or dissertation or whatever it was called, I can't remember, it was some kind of paper I had to create, um, lockdown happened. Like, the li- I turned up to the library. This is what I had to do, okay? I had to go to the library to study because I had nowhere at home to do it. And it was locked and I nearly, I nearly cried. I was like, I literally have no idea what I'm going to actually finish my diploma anyway I passed and I did really well so that's good (laughs) um but then I was like okay this is like March 2020 I think it was March um and something called COVID came along I literally had it planned in my head there's like a really well-known agency not far from where I live I was like right I'm gonna get a job I'm gonna work as um, a digital marketer ads manager at this agency it's gonna be nine to five I can drive to work drive back means I can pick up my son blah 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 literally the life plan was cemented for the rest of my career I knew I was going to be at this agency uh lockdown happened all the agencies in the world I think decided that they didn't need any of their staff anymore and the staff that they needed had to be really young graduates with no experience they certainly weren't looking someone in their 30s career changer you know I was definitely not on their radar and it's probably the first time in my life I've actually felt discrimination against me because people just saw me as like the mum that was like having a hobby career change kind of thing not the case at all like I've literally found my passion now anyway in whilst this was all happening I was thinking maybe I could do some contracting and that is when I set up my business so if you check me out on company's house which I know some people do that it's just weird but if you do you'll see that I was incorporated I think it was February or March 2020 but it wasn't until it was my son's birthday in March in May that I was like right I'm gonna have to actually do this I'm gonna have to set up my own business from nothing I had no network like literally nothing I was like well, I've got no choice I've got to so um my son's birthday is my work anniversary because that is when I decided to go for it so May my uh business might be digital launched and it's been a journey. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's probably the most cliche thing in the world. I've never worked harder in my life. I've probably never been more stressed in my life, but I've also never been happier in my life. So that's kind of where I am. Now, two years in, or over two years in now, because this is, I'm recording this at the beginning of September 2022, so much has changed. My business has grown more than I could have anticipated. I'm so grateful for everyone I've met along the way. But it just became really clear to me that there was nowhere where freelance ads managers could just hang out, regardless of the platform that they managed, because a lot of freelance ads managers manage ads across more than one platform. And lots of memberships and groups are just one platform, and they're usually tied to someone that trained them in that platform, which is absolutely fine. But I also think as a freelancer, you need to be really open to other people's way of thinking and always learning. And you can't just rely on one source of information, basically. That's my view. So I was like, right, let's get all these amazing freelance ads managers together. We all have so much to learn from each other and also hive mind, right? So if something's tricky, you can just quickly pop a message in the Slack and say, has anyone had this before? Or what would you do in this situation? Blah, blah. So April 2022, 
the freelance ads club was born totally on a wing and a prayer had no idea who would be interested in joining and today we had a hundredth member join us which is absolutely incredible I'm blown away and I'm just so happy with the amazing people that have joined us so far so this podcast would not be possible with someone that's helped train me and mentor me through his membership which is Andrew Foxwell he has the um, founders membership the Foxwell founders Um, I'm gonna put a link in the show notes to it I, I see it personally as the most elite Facebook ads membership. I'd say they also have channels for other platforms in there as well. It's a Slack membership because same as freelancers, there are agency owners in there who offer lots of different platforms and services to their clients. But you have agencies in there with clients that are managing or running ads for like 100,000 a day you know, millions a month. So they are learning much quicker than everyone else what's working and what isn't. And there will probably be a really niche issue that you've had and you can put it in the membership and someone will ask about it or they'll know the answer or it's just um, your massive safety blanket for technical knowledge. So um, I've put the link in the show notes. If you want to go check it out, I would highly recommend it. And I'm really grateful Uh, to Andrew for helping to sponsor the launch of this podcast. So I hope you found my story interesting. I do feel like it's been a little bit self-indulgent to tell you my story, but again, I think it's interesting to hear how people end up where they are. And I'd love to hear your stories too. So if you're in the Slack, get in touch and tell us how you got to where you are. And the next episode, I'm going to be talking about what is going on in the freelance ads world at the moment, how I see it. It's a very, very interesting time for us. So I will speak to you then. 